Russia has not seen the Batman, but we have, and we're going to talk about that and more on today's episode of the Geek Watch Podcast. This is the Geek Watch Podcast with Brian Hatcher and Mandy Petrie. Greetings, Geek Watchers, and welcome to episode 141 of the Geek Watch Podcast. I'm Brian Hatcher, and with me, as always, Geek Watch's own resident geek goddess, Mandy Petrie. Hi, Brian. And we're going to talk up some Batman, because I saw it last night. You saw it today. Uh-huh. I did want to start out, though, with the world of non-news. Non-news. Because there has been a bunch of stuff that we have not seen yet that we were thinking we were going to get. Right off the top, and we talked about this last week, was... A possible Thor Love and Thunder trailer, which we haven't seen anything from, mm-hmm. and no announcement about that yet, so people are still waiting for that, mm-hmm. but there was also an announcement that, if you've been following Doctor Who's Twitter, there's been some announcements that things are starting to crank over Bad Wolf, Bad Wolf. Mm-hmm. Bad Wolf Studios, so supposedly they've already started filming the 60th. Not just that, but also David Tennant's Twitter. He showed uh, that he has dyed his hair back from red to brown. Mm -hmm. Because, one, they have just finished filming Good Omens Omens Part Mm -hmm. 2, the second season. And now it looks like he's going into filming the 60th. And there was thought that there might be an announcement about a 14th Doctor. That was that rumor going around, and that hasn't happened. And so a lot of people are waiting for news, and we haven't quite gotten yet. But we do have some stuff to talk about. We're going to have to talk about Batman. Mm-hmm. You're fresh off of this already, so mm-hmm. you've just seen this. So what did you think? Oh, I absolutely hated it. Oh, did of you? Of course not. I loved <laughs> it. I absolutely loved it. <laughs> My rose-colored geek glasses are just in full force. Brian, I don't even know where to begin talking about this. And I guess one of the most basic things about watching this Batman movie, and it's something that really got me, was... The use of window panes and door frames and stair rails. This looks the most like a comic book. Like you're looking at comic book frames without being cartoony. Oh, yeah. And everything. Girders in every shot. You know, in those point of view shots, through the glasses, through the scopes, through everything. I mean, it's like this is more of a motion comic than any other Batman movie has been up until now. Which makes me so excited. And it's gorgeous. I love, I don't know how far we want to go into spoilers. But, of course, I loved it. Oh, well, I think we should stray away from the spoilers side okay. of things we'll just talk generally although I, do, right. I have to agree with you about the art direction mm-hmm. a lot of the buildings especially the interiors are very gothic revival mm-hmm. yep they're stunning mm-hmm. in their design you do get that feeling of it's an old city and with the history of gotham it's a corrupt city and they really play deeply into that mm-hmm. and this feels like it's going to be a david fincher film It really is. I mean, it shows its inspirations because it really does feel like that David Fincher film. Like, it certainly feels like Zodiac. Mm -hmm. And it does feel like a real Batman. Now, of course, everybody talks about gritty Batman, but this is a lot more to me than just a color palette, you know, Mm -hmm. that's shaded a little darker. There is a, a veritas to this character. It really feels like here is a rich guy in a costume fighting a legit crazy person. Mm-hmm. Uh, it feels really real, and in some places, painfully real. 
uncomfortably real. <laughs> now, being a reviewer, you know, you got to complain about something. So I'm going to complain about something. Okay. One thing about the movie, we are dealing with a superhero, and we're dealing with a superhero with a secret identity. I don't see how anybody could not know that <laughs> Bruce Wayne is Batman. Right. <laughs> now, given throughout the movie, we really don't get much Bruce Wayne. That's I true. mean, even when he is Bruce Wayne, he's acting Batman. He's where he is. But we don't get, sorry guys, spoiler free. Uh, we don't get a lot of Bruce Wayne, so we don't get to see that part of him. You know, this is POV Batman right now. Oh, yeah. I would say almost to the point of being slightly annoyed, anytime... <laughs> Anyone was like, we don't know who Batman is. I'm like, how? <laughs> Have you never met Bruce Wayne? <laughs> this guy is obviously Batman. And, and this is not really a spoiler because this was in the trailer. But there is a funeral that takes place in a church. Mm-hmm. And there are a bunch of people there. And if you look over the crowd, Bruce Wayne is the most Batmanist looking <laughs> thing in this entire crowd of people. There's not even a close second. He is obviously the Batman. And keep in mind, these are people who are dressed for a funeral. He is the most Batmaniest looking Bruce Wayne I've ever seen in my life. It, it was a shock to me that anybody didn't just go, there's a guy running around as a bat. That's got to be Bruce it's Wayne. Be have, Bruce you ever, Wayne. <laughs> have you ever seen this guy? That's obviously, it's, it's got to be, nobody else would do this but Bruce Wayne. <laughs> This mopey emo looking Bruce mm-hmm. Wayne, it, it didn't make me as mad as I'm kind of playing right. this off. Yes. Mm-hmm. I, it was a very, very minor thing, but it, like it's I said, okay. it certainly didn't ruin anything in the movie. But, you know, I, had, I have to complain about something. If you're going right. to review a film, yeah, I got to complain about something. I guess I'll complain about that. I guess I would complain about the uh, lack of diverse Halloween costumes in Gotham City. Because, you know, all that burlap and kind of onion head looking things, you know, we don't have any members of the Justice League, kids dressed up or anything for Halloween. It's all kind of creepy burlap sacks, you know, yeah, for Halloween. Looked, yeah. yeah, it looked very like vintage Halloween. Mm-hmm. Like you, if you saw the like the old, like in the 40s and 50s Halloween costumes, yes, uh-huh. that was it was very much mm-hmm. of that vein. Yeah, I guess maybe the Justice League is just too colorful for... Right, for, for this, for Gotham, yeah. For Gotham. I did, I, I love so much, even with the darkness of the film, the callbacks to the 1960s TV show. Which one, wh- which okay, specifically? Well, Shakespeare, talking? for one. Oh, yeah, yeah, Shakespeare yeah. and the ringing phone, right beside each other. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and then the Batmobile, of course. You know, oh, yeah. there it is, and I was like, oh, that, that was like now my that's, Batmobile. that's one thing I do have to talk about. I do need to talk about the Batmobile, and I, I don't figure there's going to be a spoiler. This is, of course, in the trailer, too. You see the Batmobile. Mm-hmm. One thing I love about the Batmobile, of course, this is a, a new Batman, and he's very much leaning into the idea of being fearful mm-hmm. and plays into that really well. And the Batmobile is scary. Yeah. It's like Christine. It's like the Headless Horseman, yeah, you like, know, and they're all looking at it. Yeah, yes. like the car. This thing yeah. squeals <laughs> like a demon. Batman doesn't drive the Batmobile. He possesses it. <laughs> And I can just imagine any kind of a criminal who's standing there and that the Batmobile with all the red and, and all the popping of the engine, you mm-hmm. know, and the flashes, looking at this thing, knowing that at any moment he might just hit the gas and run you over. You just feel <laughs> the tension of this thing. It's frightening, which the Batmobile has really never been before. Right. People get so excited to see it, you know, yeah, thinking exactly. about like the Kilmer film and, you know, the Batmobile pulls up and everyone's like, oh my gosh, yeah, it's the Batmobile. We're so excited. Yeah. I, I mean, want to touch it. Yeah. <laughs> it's always part of the, of, of like the Batman movie, the TV show. Mm-hmm. 
But this is like the first time where the Batmobile has been something not only do I feel is very appropriate for the character of Batman, but really something that is literally frightening. Mm -hmm. Something that, as a criminal, you would not want to see coming at you in a dark alley. Mm -hmm. Seeing that red light on the hood and hearing the sound of that engine screaming. Yeah. The engine literally screams. Mm -hmm. Even like the sound design around the Batmobile (laughs) is is crazy. And... Mm -hmm. It's very weird. I saw, like, out of the corner of my eye on a TV that, they, of course, they've released toys for the Batman, and Mm -hmm. you can get the Batmobile. And I'm like, you're going to let your kid play with that thing? (laughs) Watch your kid slowly go insane. Mm -hmm. (laughs) He terrorizes uh, Ken and Barbie. Yeah, when when you speak of sound, the music in this, just that reoccurrence of Ave Maria. Yeah. And I don't know if it's because it's (laughs) royalty-free. (laughs) <laughs> but, man, you know, it comes back in everything, not just that spooky sound of the children's choir, but, you know, in the fight sequences and the that yeah. same chord progressions. And Oh, yeah. And the Batman theme I thought was really interesting, that any time he showed up, he's like, dun, 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 dun. And, of course, that brings to mind the March of the Empire. Dun, 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 dun. So you, yeah. It's like uh, John Williams and Danny Elfman had the perfect Batman baby for this movie. I think so, <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. Uh, Just one thing it's missing. What's that? Prince. <laughs> Prince has always been missing from Batman movies since, oh, you know. Yeah, since, yeah, since the first one, yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah, I love the film. I loved what it did. And, of course, if you go online, every little Easter egg that you can find, mm-hmm. I'm not saying they're not there. I think some of them are stretches. But, uh, you know, when you hear, like, oh, the club is called 44 Below. Is that Mr. Freeze? Right, yeah. yeah, That's got to be a reference, right? That's got to be a reference. He's going to be down there. (laughs) You know. Bloodhaven and, yeah. It is a really enjoyable movie. It's a very tense movie. It is that movie that we've been hoping to get as far as seeing Batman as a legit detective. Mm -hmm. I like the fact that he's just now learning his craft, so he... Sometimes he doesn't quite get the clues. I, th- I love that part of it. And I love the fact that, and, and I'm not a good spoil. I can't spoil the movie. Right. <laughs> but the way that it ended surprised me because it wasn't, it wasn't really what I would say would be what you would typically expect. Mm-hmm. Not just from that movie, but Batman movies in general. Mm-hmm. It touches on something about the character of Batman that I don't think a movie really has touched on in many decades. Mm -hmm. And I really can't say more than that. Okay. It brings out a part of Batman we haven't seen in a long time. Mm -hmm. Um, Also, you know, without spoilers, something kind of an argument that I've always had with Batman and other Batman fans they kind of address that argument. And, you know, one day when we talk about this again and do spoilers, we'll talk about it. And um, it's a conversation he has with Alfred. And it, it brings up, you know, my feelings on the subject and other fans' feelings on the subject. And oh, yeah. uh, so I, I I like that a lot. There were a lot of aspects to Batman that we're really getting a chance to explore in this new movie. And I hope that we see more of it. Oh, I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, I cannot wait. But of course, everybody has got multiverse fever. So (laughs) the irony of it is the next time we see Batman, it's going to be... Michael Keaton, which, you know, I will watch Jensen Ackles and I will watch Kevin Conroy right back to back. I have no problem, you know. Give me all the Batman. Just bring it on. Mm -hmm. Warm the cameras up. Let's go. But I have been following up with Disney Plus because we've been talking a little bit about 
Netflix lost a bunch of their shows. Yeah, the, the Marvel shows. Right. Mm-hmm. Well, they have finally announced that they are coming to Disney Plus along with Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. They're all going to be brought into Disney Plus. And so not only are we going to get to see these shows again really soon, but there's been some talk about extending them and well, doing, yay. doing more. So not just in Canada, because last time we talked, yes. they were just going to be in Canada. Yeah, they, well, have, they have finally announced that they're going to be in Disney Plus, and they also announced today that Disney Plus is going to have a new tier in their streaming service that's going to be cheaper, hmm. uh, but mm-hmm. with commercials. That's fine, yeah. Yeah, it's expand. fine with me. I mean, I have HBO Max with commercials, and I like it because I stuff will pop up and I think, ooh, I want to see that. Oh, <laughs> you yeah. know? And even when I'm watching like the kids shows, when I'm watching Batman the Animated Series, something else will pop up for Young Justice or something and oh, I yeah. love it. Yeah. <laughs> so, of course, they're trying to expand their viewership. It'll give some people who might not be able to afford like the full subscription mm-hmm. the chance to see some of these shows and which I think is, is an awesome thing. For right. Sure. I do want to end up with The Walking Dead. Which last Saturday, uh, last Sunday, if you, um, unless you've got AMC Plus, mm-hmm. of course we've seen uh, they've already released the second episode on AMC, mm-hmm. and of course the third episode of this new trimester, as right. I guess we're calling trimester. it now, <laughs> has come out already. And again, we want to, I want to completely avoid spoilers, and I don't want to really talk about the third episode quite yet. Okay. The second one is more leaning toward, as you can imagine, the Commonwealth and some of the really kind of messed up things that are going on there. Ugh. And again, without going into a lot of spoilers, we're seeing, because we talked about this last week, the change in Maggie's right. character. Mm-hmm. And also this conflict the, that seems to be between... The Khaleesi flip. <laughs> the Khaleesi flip, but also where it seemed like she was going to be in a conflict... With Daryl, you know, the flash forward of like six months later, in that flash forward, we see Daryl in the army uniform, the military uniform of the Commonwealth. Commonwealth. Mm -hmm. In this episode, we get to see him earn that uniform, Mm -hmm. which is kind of weird because, of course, Daryl, not saying he's not a team player, but to be part of a military seems a little strange. Right. He's always been kind of the rogue. Yeah. Yeah. He's, he's our rogue, uh, our, uh, our ranger rogue, Yeah. <laughs> to but, put it in, in D&D terms. <laughs> yeah. Well, you can definitely see in this episode that his lone wolf ways aren't going to cut it. Mm-hmm. Without going into spoilers, there's a big scene in there where, where he does things pretty much the way he's normally done them, and it doesn't work out for him. Hmm. Okay. And like I said before... Because we talked about this a little bit last week, but you know there is that scene right at the beginning that is so weird that it it's a shock, and it reminds you so much that okay, this is not like the real world. <laughs> it, well, at least not in the real world of having to deal with zombies every day. Uh-huh. Uh, unfortunately, it is very much the real world in how there are people who have and people who not so much. Oh. We definitely get this feeling that there are some people who are getting fed up with being the have-nots, as you can expect. Right. And that this paradise has a rotten core to it. You know, now that Daryl is sort of that um, company guy, in a sense, he's, <laughs> he's a soldier for the, for their army uh-huh. now, where he basically is going to fall into this conflict, that's going to be something to see. Hmm. 
yeah, it looks like they're getting ready to develop a whole bunch of stuff. After this second trimester, then <laughs> I figure they're building everything up for that final push in the fall where they're going to settle all the scores. And it'll be interesting to see where they take this. I'm, I'm curious. Okay. And I guess we'll see what happens. We shall see. And so with that said, we come to the end of episode 131. Thank you for listening and tune in next time for the latest in geek news and views with the Geek Watch podcast. From Andy Petrie, this is Brian Hatcher, reminding all the geek watchers out there, we're all geeky about something. Be proud of yours. See you next time. Thank you for listening to the Geek Watch podcast. If you enjoyed this program, don't forget to like and subscribe on your preferred platform and share this podcast on your social media. For links to all the ways you can listen to the Geek Watch podcast, as well as leave comments and suggestions, visit our website at geekwatch.net. The Geek Watch Podcast is a Hanging J production.